Happy Easter. Every year when we come to this time, I've always been afraid to say it. But it seems like a very strange thing to say, considering the week leading up to it. That we kind of flip a switch and automatically say, after all of that, happy Easter. Reminds me, I'm just going to give a little image of my past history with fender benders. And while it's long and winding, and usually happening when I'm least paying attention, and to cars that are parked rather than moving, my first, I remember very vividly, because I remember wanting to crawl out of my own skin and throw up and want to stay still and run away all at the same time. It was, I had just got, I didn't even have my, I had my driver's permit. Uh, and for maybe the first moment, I was able to uh, drive to park a car in my next door neighbor's house, which was my grandmother's house. And when parking the car, I scratched hers and all of the emotions welled up. And I thought, I can't tell her. I can't tell her. So I didn't know who to tell for some time. And then eventually I told my brother. And then I eventually told my mother. I certainly wasn't going to tell my father. But eventually she found out. Now, after a while, fender benders became so common that now, as a 30-year-old, and probably because I'm also a 30-year-old, I don't tell anybody. (laughs) And I probably won't tell my insurance agency either because they'll raise rates. But that fear of going to the one whom you've wronged and asking for pardon is very real for anybody, and certainly for a teenager with a driver's permit. And it would seem like I would be a little crazy if I were to get into that fender bender and immediately rejoice because I have scratched my grandmother's car and I have the opportunity to be forgiven by her and be restored to become a better driver. That is an emotion that a 15-year-old would never experience. Yet far worse, just two days ago, we were called that God died, and we were his killers. And it was our sins that caused him to go down into hell and then to rise from the dead. And today, this morning, It is truly a mystery because we start the morning by saying, Happy Easter. Happy Easter. The one whom we have killed by our sins has risen from the dead, and now we run to him asking for pardon. What kind of man must this be? And what kind of people must we be? is clearly illustrated in the gospel when Peter, who has just denied Jesus three times, very clearly, so clearly that a rooster crows after the third time, so that Jesus says, if you don't listen to your conscience, I have this rooster that will crow in its stead. Peter knows that he has to run to the tomb and seek forgiveness and seek life. And he runs to the tomb not with dragging knees, but with joy. 
What kind of man must this be, and what kind of people must we be? Only God, who is infinitely good and infinitely merciful, who does not tire of pardoning our sins and desires, even to the point of death, to give us life, could cause such confidence in Peter that he can look beyond his own sinfulness and seek life in Christ. But that's not an easy thing. We know that there are many who do not run to the tomb. In fact, the guards tried to close the tomb. The Pharisees act like nothing was ever there. Constantly throughout human history, running into the car, killing God, we avoid our own sinfulness and try to seek life elsewhere. We avoid that conversation and that realization that Christ is the only one who can restore us, even though it's our sins that have killed him. But nonetheless, as Christians, we come back to that almost dogmatic two words we say every morning this year. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Not because we are confident in our own ability to give ourselves life, in our own ability to give ourselves peace, our own ability to give ourselves happiness, or to give ourselves justice or restoration, but because we are so utterly confident that Christ, who by our sins we have brought to the tomb by his mercy, can bring us out of ours. Can bring us out of ours. So confident are we that the way in which we bring Christians into the church, the way in which we were born into the church, is that we proclaim his death and our death to sin so that we can rise from the dead. So confident are we in that, that after the homily of every Easter Sunday, we take up those same words again. That Satan, who once we were allies with in our sins, we now reject. That his empty promises we call an empty show. And that we do believe in Christ, whom we've once been his enemies, and that we believe in his church, through which his sacraments can give us life.